the Investigative News Group presents the Geraldo Rivera Special. Devil Worship. Exposing Satan's Underground. Hi, I'm Shaky, and these are my tales of times forgotten. This is Shaky Subject Matter. All right, everybody. SHKE Radio coming to you live from Studio 306 in Polo, Illinois. It's coming to you live once again. Fez, will you stop that roller skating practice for your birthday party and come over here and sit down? All right, tonight we have a first, a book review. The book is called My Best Friend's Exorcism by an author named Grady Hendrix. But before we get into that part, we're going to talk a little bit about how I discovered Grady Hendrix. He made a book called Paperbacks from Hell that had a bunch of pictures of paperbacks from the late 60s through the 90s. And I don't know if you're aware, but they used to have artists, cover artists, make spectacular paintings for these often underwhelming stories. Some of the ones I can vividly remember from when I was a kid were The Sentinel, which had a hole in the middle of the book that showed the painting behind the front cover of it and you'd open it up it would have the characters surrounded by demons legacy had the hand uh there was this other book i can I, I it wasn't in the book but it had a stuffed animal bear cutting up other toys with an axe and the toys had like uh the red with the bone showing and when it cut off the limbs but that's another story for another time anyway uh this grady hendrix guy he did a lot of research and he helped me find a book i've been looking for for since i was in college it was called nightblood i read the beginning of it and i remembered it but i never finished it and he did like 10 grady hendrix did 10 different novels from the book paperbacks from hell that he re re-released and luckily that was one of them but yeah uh, you should check that one out too but the book we're talking about today is called my best friend's exorcism now if you took a john hughes movie threw in a little fast times at ridgemont high added a little amityville to the possession after school specials the list goes on for this thing i could not believe how many things that were in this book that were actually part of my life growing up back then but then brought to life again in my head vividly and I'll tell you the story of what the book's about and then a little bit more. So, My Best Friend's Exorcism is the tale of Abby and Gretchen. Abby has a birthday party where she meets Gretchen for the first time and they become best friends. And this is the adventures of them growing up and all the trials and tribulations of making it through high school. And a little demon possession thrown in. Plus... All the chapters in the book are named after songs. This this book has a Spotify playlist that you can listen to while you read it. Man, this book pulls in everything. Like I said, I, I, I was gushing over it. Uh, you thought Stranger Things brought some stuff in? This thing pulls in things you haven't heard of in years. Like TCBY yogurt. And just, there was one. 
there was one. I just could not believe they put it in there, and I'm going to have to talk about that when I start doing the spoilers. But it pulls in all the news articles and all the things that were happening in the 80s where everything was being blamed on heavy metal music and stuff. There was that book called Jay's Journal, which was about how the kid was doing uh, witchcraft, but... The witchcraft was fake because it was done by the same lady who did Go Ask Alice, which I did a podcast on, one of my first ones that I did. But uh, anyway, just the whole satanic panic of the 80s. I mean, it was everywhere. Believe what you want. But this stuff was everywhere. I remember seeing it, and I put together a little clip just to show you, besides Geraldo in the beginning, that this stuff was really everywhere you looked back in the 80s so here's that satanism that's worship of the devil now police have been skeptical when investigating these acts just as we are in reporting them but there is no question that something is going on out there and that's sufficient reason for 2020 to look into it one caution we believe that some of the pictures and descriptions in tom gerald's report may be disturbing and even frightening particularly to younger viewers classification of young people Today, all around you are sinister influences appealing to your imaginations and trying to capture your minds and hearts. You may not even be aware of them, but let's take a look at some startling examples. Some are calling it a war, a war on the children. Young people's imaginations have become the battlefield. Whatever gets their imagination gets their worship. Whatever gets their worship gets their heart. The media bombards kids today with messages, many with satanic overtones. Satan's not stupid. He understands that kids today are visual, and so he's making a play for excitement, for total involvement of the senses. D&D, and it's become popular with children anywhere from grammar school on up. Not so with a lot of adults who think it's been connected to a number of suicides and murders. The idea of the game, which is played by highly imaginative and intelligent kids, is to assume the role of one of the characters. One game can go on for weeks or even months. The problem seems to be that some kids take it more seriously than others, take it a step further, playing a character who brings them the power in a game they couldn't possibly get in real life. This small group waiting outside Barkett Square Arena tonight had no plans of going to the KISS concert. They were there to try to intercept teenagers on their way in, to pass on religious tracts and a warning. It's obvious in this particular band's KISS, K-I-S-S, Kings and Satan's Servants. They, they're not ashamed of who they stand for. We don't have problems with anybody. Some preachers have problems with us. The KISS tour, which began in late December, is the first in three years. But in several cities so far, the band has encountered protests from parents and preachers. The group in Indianapolis was small tonight, but offered the same criticisms. The words behind the music that they're singing is satanic, and it's suggesting these kids to do things and that they wouldn't normally really want to do. So yes, it was real in that 2020 satanic expose. I sat there and I watched it in the living room with my dad. And he said, ah, this is a bunch of bullshit and changed the channel. So 
that was uh this stuff was everywhere and i remember when i was a kid they had these little comics you'd find them at the grocery store just laying around and they were called chick tracks and you'd open them up and they'd show how the sinner was sinning and then at the end of it he ended up in hell i really like the artwork in those but that that was a different time again but anyway, this book is called My Best Friend's Exorcism. It's the story of Abby and Gretchen who meet at her birthday party, as I said, and they start having a coming-of-age tale in which they end up going out to a party and trying acid, and Gretchen runs off into the river and hasn't been found, and they spend a lot of time trying to find her, and then she finally appears. But after she comes back to the house and starts getting acclimated again uh, to the real world after her acid trip, uh, she starts acting strange. And then strange things start happening with her and her friends around the school. All of which leads Abby to figure that Gretchen is possessed. And I gotta tell you, this is this is a spoiler here, but they they talk about it in the beginning of the book and the exorcist, the exorcist who they call in, and man, I about dropped to the floor when I heard this because I listened to the audio version. I was out mowing the lawn and I started laughing. I had to sit down because I was laughing because they described him wearing his Zuba pants with the fanny pack. And what I'm going to tell you about after you hear the clip is the power team. with Evangelist John Jacobs, a program geared to move a generation with the power of God. Today, from Grace Chapel in Tucson, Arizona, Power Connection. I've got a friend. His name's Tom. I'll use that name. Tom is having a problem. Ten years ago, Tom was the superstar athlete of his high school. All his friends said, man, Tom, you're the best. You're the best. You're going to be a pro star. You're going to be a pro star. Listen to this. And right out of high school, Tom went to the pro ranks. They said, man, Tom, you're the best. You're the best. But when Tom made the pro sports, the first few weeks of training camp, he broke his leg. And he did so much damage to the cartilage, they cut him from the team. And he never made it back. Now, ten years later, Tom is still wearing his high school letter sweater to the neighborhood restaurants, trying to hang out and find his high school friends. His wife says, my husband just lays around and he won't do anything. You know what? 
Tom spends all his time looking back at his past, trying to rehearse it, to nurse it, and to curse it. But he has not allowed God to reverse it. That is a legit 100% thing that just threw me to the floor. Because, yes, I know it's hard to believe, but old Uncle Shaky himself used to wear Zuba pants and a fanny pack and lift weights like that. Not quite to the extent of the power team. Now, the power team in the book is called the Lemon Brothers, but they would go and they would do feats of strength like breaking baseball bats with their legs and ripping chains apart and lifting heavy things all with the power of God. So Abby goes to find the Lemon Brothers after they come to the school. I'm not going to get it too much more. This is the only spoiler I'm telling you about. And he gives her a flyer. So later on in the story, when Abby's really convinced that her friend is possessed, she contacts the Lemon Brothers, and the youngest Lemon Brother comes and meets her at a mall and just starts eating everything in sight and talking about training cycles and all this man i was just i'm like wow they really got the 80s good on this and uh anyway he's the exorcist i'm not going to tell you any more about the exorcism or anything that happens but you should get this book my best friend's exorcism it's currently on amazon audible for free right now and this grady hendrix guy he's got a movie on netflix called satanic panic but uh this is this is definitely a must read. If you're into the Stranger Things TV show, want to know about the 80s, weren't around in the 80s, or were there at the 80s and really miss the 80s, this is a really good book to check out. Now, you know, it's not really uh, horror happenings in it. I mean, there isn't a lot of blood and guts, but it's just a good, it's just a feel-good story. I really liked it. Other people I know that have it really like it so i figured i'd just take some time to tell you about it and i do gotta say this grady hendrix he really did a lot of research or has a photographic memory i'm not sure how old he is but i really enjoy this i'm gonna listen to another one of his books about southern vampire killers club or something it's called and one of his other audiobooks i know i'm going on about audiobooks but let me tell you about the published book it looks like an old vhs cover I, it, it would be the VHS I'd rent every time I went to the store. That's how good this thing looks. And then the, also in the in the book, they have yearbook pictures and stuff. One of the other editions of the book is a yearbook style with yearbook writing on the inside and signatures and stuff. This This was really good. And like I said, they have that Spotify thing with all the song titles. So you can listen along to that while you're reading the book. Yeah, it was really good. I wanted to tell you about it, like I said. My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix. And with that, SHKE Radio is off the air once again. Until next time, good night.